0: This is Fearless Beauties, a podcast dedicated to developing voices of color in the beauty industry. We are talking to estheticians, skin specialists, and business owners to uncover best skin practices, tactical career tips, and ultimately how we can create a better beauty industry together. I'm your host, Taylor Phillips,
1: And I'm your other co-host, Alina Velez. Welcome to the latest episode of the Fearless Beauties podcast.
0: Welcome to Season 3, Episode 4 of the Fearless Beauties Podcast. I am your host, Taylor,
1: also known as Taylor Budgets. And I'm your co-host, Alina Velez, your certified advanced esthetician. And we're talking about being your own sense of validation today.
0: Yes, we're so excited. So this episode, we're going to discuss the concept of beauty autonomy and how we can stop searching for validation outside of ourselves and instead become our own best sources of validation. So we will discuss what it means to be quote unquote hot today and how various TikTok trends like the hot girl walk are redefining the meaning of hotness and empowering us to take back the narrative surrounding what it means to be hot despite
1: rigid societal
0: beauty standards.
1: Yeah, so what really is self-validation, right? Like, what what does that look like? It's a skill. It's a skill that can be developed. But, you know, when we're children, we acquire many traits and habits um, from our, our primary attachment, whoever raised us, right? Our mom, our dad, grandma, grandpa, sister, whoever it is, right? So we, we see what they do. We see their actions, Um, their behaviors and and we kind of model that as kids, right? So research shows that emotional and behavioral self-validation and self-regulation are skills that are transferred from a parent to a child. If you grew up with a parent that, you know, is always putting themselves down or like, oh, I'll never get that job or, you know, you hear those things as a kid and, and it does carry over to you, but you can break that cycle for me, that's something that really transformed my life, honestly, um, was two things actually that I just want to share really quick. A few of my favorite ways to strengthen my own sense of validation. Number one being affirmations. These can be whatever you want to make them. Mind change all the time, but this is consistently retraining our brain to speak more kind and think more positively about ourselves and about others. Second thing is practicing mindfulness. So for me, this looks like reflecting on my day, my words, my actions, how it made me feel, how it might have made others feel. I think that just knowing like what your own sense of validation really means, like what what does that really mean? It can mean something different for everybody.
0: Yes, definitely. So I like how you said it can mean something different for everyone because that's what I was going to say just to piggyback off of off of you because you were talking about that parental attachment and how it creates your own sense of validation as you go from child, adolescent to adulthood. But I also think about like when I was doing my counseling internship last year, I had a lot of clients who didn't grow up with parents or even not even parents but like guardians who were active in their life and they had to find their
1: sense of validation from their environment Mm. and that can be hard right if you're in an unhealthy environment that you can't control where does your self-worth and morality come from so
0: yeah, if you're not getting that that love and attention at home, you go looking for it in other places. School. If you're walking to school and you see a situation out in the street and you're like, "Dang." As children, even as adolescents, we're sponges. So we take it all in. And I think it's up to to us to kind of decipher what is healthy and what is right and what's not. So there are some people who may have seen abusive relationships all their lives and see that as quote unquote, like healthy, I guess kind of Mm -hmm. in a weird way, normal, normal. That's the better word. Mm -hmm. Like that's all they know because that's all they, they have seen. Right. So (laughs) like their validation is if someone beats up on me, You know, they may say they love me, but if they beat up on me, I guess, you know, I'll stay because Because I love me. Right. And I've seen that Mm -hmm. and that's normal to me. So I think it's also just kind of about just kind of about putting yourselves in environments that are healthy, joining online communities that focus on mindfulness, self-confidence, self-empowerment, things like that. Those are environments you can
1: force yourself to be a part of so that you can create a healthy narrative for yourself. A lot of this new generation is, you know, social medias. And so I've said this before on another podcast, but following people that that make you feel good when you look at your timeline. I have something to say about that because
0: I have learned the power of mute on social media. Mm. How you can mute people that you follow, Mm -hmm. that you respect, that you like, that you're proud of and happy for, but they dim your light in self-confidence type of way. So because insecurities exist, even if we think we're the most secure person in the world, we've all got them. So I've learned the power of
1: the mute button. But I also love that you are willing to be like transparent and share your struggles and be real with your followers, because if you're not following Taylor already, follow her. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, you know, just really practicing mindfulness with who you're following on social medias and, and how it makes you feel. Right. So let's talk about Meg the Stallion and how she brought us the viral mantra Hot Girl Summer. Right. (laughs) I love that. So, uh, Hot Girl Summer is a mood, it's a lifestyle, it's a vibe. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's about the way you act and feel and take up space in the world. I love that. I love that. Right.
0: (laughs) So, here's the thing I don't listen to Meg the Stallion. But, and honestly, I didn't even know the whole hot girl summer thing was from her. (laughs) Her. Okay, let's just say Let's just say it. Like, I'm like, what? (laughs) All I know is that body yaddy, yaddy, yaddy song, right? I had no idea about hot girl summer. But, you know, I had to scroll through TikTok and, and catch up with the girlies. But I honestly think the. The message behind Hot Girl Summer is a beautiful thing, and I think she's definitely changing the narrative of, of social media. Period. I agree. Um, So yeah, yeah.
1: I think yeah, no, because her thing is like it's not really what you look like; it's how hot you feel, and and I just I think that that's so important because everybody is so unique and just to imagine everybody like conforming and looking the same and acting the same is just like so boring to me. And so I just love the celebration of like all shapes and sizes, all colors, all genders, all ethnicities. Like I love that we're able to celebrate that kind of in a, in a playful way. (laughs) Yes.
0: Um, And I think we talked a a lot about the rigid beauty standards on our podcast. So I don't want to get too much into it because I swear we have like four or five episodes on that. But Mm -hmm. society definitely has their own definition of hot. They have, you know, the
1: standard. The big lips, the small waist, the big booty. (laughs) Yeah.
0: And it's like even, okay. And if we can really get into it, let's really get into it. Based off your ethnicity, the definition of hot is different. If you are a Caucasian woman, it's hot when you have that small waist, Coca Cola shaped, you Mm -hmm. know, thing, but then you have like that flat booty. Mm -hmm. Can we talk about it with the long flowy (laughs) hair?
1: It's a look. It's a look. And the big
0: eyes and the plumpy lips. Okay. When they wear their wh- high-waisted shorts and the camel toes. Mm. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I see it all the time. That's the definition of hot because I truly, even when I was researching for this episode on TikTok,
1: you see all of the girls look the same. Where do those standards come from? It comes from socials, from, I think, models and magazines. Um, what What is portrayed to us and told is beautiful.
0: Even like back in the 90s, before I was even born, I guess, just like you know, probably the fashion magazines, like you mentioned, Marilyn Monroe. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's the standard. But I just want to get more into African American women. You see the standard of hot, and what is that? You have the small waist with the big booty, which we love—a big booty, right? We love a big booty. We love a flat. Love booty. a big booty.
1: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Little booties matter, too. <laughs> right.
0: So I think that even, even down to race and ethnicity, there's mm-hmm. different standards of hot. And we put yeah. ourselves in that because that's the standard. And because that standard is so sexualized and honored, we're like, shoot, if we don't look like that, we need to get to it.
1: Um. So... It's great how you highlighted different ethnicities do have different ideas of beauty. You know, we had that episode on season two where we talked about Korean beauty mm-hmm. and how they will just completely change their face. Pale
0: skin. Um,
1: and pale skin. I mean, it's just it's completely different than Americanized beauty. That actually kind of brings me to the next fierce woman I want to talk about, uh, Miss England, Melissa Rauf. I think I'm saying it right. Mm -hmm. Uh, A beautiful model. The first contestant ever to compete barefaced in a pageant. Like crazy, but she is just so beautiful from the inside out. I was watching some YouTube videos of her talking and I mean, she's 20 years old, so she's she's pretty young to be out here, right? Out here really, really making a name for herself. But she said that it was a challenge herself that after years of being shy and, and insecure and discouraged by social media... And, you know, all the filtered pictures and stuff that she was just like, to heck with it. I'm competing bare faced and and I'm winning this thing. And I want everybody else to feel confident bare faced also. So I'm here for that. No, I am as well. And
0: there was a quote in the article and she said that women are pressured to look a certain way because of society's narrow perception of beauty and perfection. That's the big word, Mm -hmm. perfection. Mm -hmm. And they're often scrutinized for not conforming to them which is it's sad because I think especially in in beauty pageants we have a whole episode about that as well that there's just one way you can look Mm -hmm. at those pageants unfortunately
1: yeah I also this is kind of a little bit random Miss Argentina and Miss Puerto Rico revealed that they got married in secret I don't know if you saw that Taylor Um, but that's a whole nother thing that I bet they just were in hiding because they didn't want to jeopardize whatever they had on the line. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I just think it's a beautiful thing that um, that they are married and happy and so, so stinking beautiful. But who knows what the rules and regulations are in pageants. And oh, we
0: and, we know that you know. it can get pretty ridiculous. Remember, you can't be married.
1: Oh, yeah. Like have kids, I
0: think. Yeah. Like it's serious. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. freaking serious. If we go back to the um, hot girl summer wave, I think that it's more about doing the internal work to validate ourselves based on our own standards and not the standards of others. So I did read an article. It was by Danya Esawi. I really hope I'm pronouncing her name right. But she said that these days being hot is no longer, well, being hot no longer pertains only to your physical appearance, but it includes how you move through the world and how you see yourself. Hotness is no longer just in the eye of the beholder. It's a mood. It's a vibe. Period. I know that's right. Yes. Mm-hmm. So we no longer need to wait for confirmation or the opinions of others. I think that if you feel hot, it's all that matters. If it makes people uncomfortable or insecure. They automatically declare it as cold Mm -hmm. instead of hot. Mm -hmm. I put that in my notes. I thought it was funny, but anyway. But truly. (laughs) (laughs) But if we think about it, what authority do these people's opinions have over
1: us? None. Right. So Well, they can if you allow it to. It can, it can take over your life. It absolutely can. I follow this motivational speaker named Lisa Nichols. She's got this quote. And she says, I woke up this morning and I like myself. So your like is extra. Oh, yes. I've right? se- I've heard that, but I didn't know it was yeah. her. Yeah. And I just think that's so, it's so simple, but it's like, for real. Like, I woke up this morning and I like myself. I love myself. And, you know, if you want to like my picture, my selfie, like, that like is extra. Because I like this picture. <laughs> you know what I mean?
0: That's her? Um,
1: That's her. Yeah. But go give her a follow. She's yeah, a follow um, always right posting. Now. Really, her posts always fill my cup and and um, bring light to my life. So yeah, that i to share that saying, with others.
0: That's transformational. Like right. I remember listening to it for the first time, and I and I, I was like speechless. I was like, my mind was blown because if that ain't the truth, I don't know what is. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it was yeah. I'm glad yeah. that you mentioned that. I didn't. I had no idea it was Lisa Nichols. So. So let's get into how Meg the Stallion's Hot Girl Summer motivated this new thing. Well, it's new to me, but this mm-hmm. trend on TikTok called hot girl walks. Okay. I yeah, did whole, tell us. Yeah, I did a whole deep dive because your girl loves TikTok, but my TikTok mm-hmm. algorithm was not placing me in the hot girl walk thing at the time. But it was created by a TikToker. Her name is Mia Lind and her TikTok name is exactly like the other girls. I was stalking her. She hasn't posted in like a few months, but she created this trend called the hot girl walk. And she said that it is a mindset. She said one of the main pillars of the hot girl walk is trying to build confidence. It's an exercise in confronting that negative self-talk and feeling a self of hotness. So basically, there are three things you have to do while on this walk. A lot of people are saying that it's supposed to be a four-mile walk, but I don't think she said anything about four miles. I think she just tells you to walk. But basically, the three things you need to do while on this walk is focus on your goals, your dreams, and aspirations. That's one. Two, think about what you're grateful for, or you can even say it out loud while you're walking. And the third one is... Think about how hot you are. And I love that one. I think that one's my favorite Mm, because it's so simple, but it's
1: something that I don't think we do enough because your mind believes what you tell it. Mm, And I know that sounds kind of, yeah, your mind believes what you tell it. And it's it's like it's a scientific fact. Our brains actually have um, this thing called neuroplasticity. It's basically this neural network that it can change through growth and reorganization. And pretty much our brain can rewire itself to function more positively. I take affirmations very seriously. Yes, so. definitely. Sorry, side note.
0: No, it's also... Continue I, it's, with
1: the hot girl walk.
0: <laughs> it's fine because I have a side note for your side note. It's, it's biblical, it's spiritual, but it says in the Bible that life and death is in the power of your tongue or in the power of the tongue. So basically what comes out of your mouth is what's going to happen. If you express negativity and say, for example, today's going to be the worst day ever. That is exactly what's going to happen. Because like you said, you be- your mind believes what you tell it. Right? That's what you said? Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. let's focus on even if we feel like it's not going to be a great day, let's just say it. Let's fool ourselves, Right? Like in my mind, it's like just being human and being transparent with you all. There's there's days, honestly, for the past three or four months where every day I wake up and I'm like, it's I think to myself, oh, it's just today. I know I'm not going to get what I need to get done. And it's whatever. I'm just going to wake up and just like do what I need to do. That's what I think. But if but to be quite literal, I always say the opposite. Today's going to be a great day. I'm going to get so much done. Lauren and I are going to have a great day. Lauren's my daughter, for those who don't know. And it's just like, you know, even if the day doesn't turn out to be what I wanted,
1: I'm going into it with positivity. Right. There's there's still so much good that you can choose to see in the day, even if overall the day isn't going the way you imagined. I can think of a couple of times where I'm just grouchy and I think to myself, like, oh, I need to go into the store. I just wish I was invisible. And and then I have to stop and think, like, that's so selfish. Like, so then when I start to, you know, notice myself in that mindset, I will just kind of like go out of my way to do nice things, simple things like opening the door for somebody, you know, and then they kind of look at you surprised, like, thanks. And then it's like, Oh, that makes me feel good. Like they were surprised I did something nice for them today. Like, you know, so I think when you're feeling some type of way, go the extra mile to kind of counteract that. Or, you know, like, I don't know if it's in your if it's in your budget, maybe you're getting your Starbucks coffee. Pay for the person behind you or, you know, like I said, simple things opening the door or doing something kind for your for your co-worker or, you know, just little things.
0: Because not only does that help them and hopefully help motivate them to pass it on, pass on the kindness. Yeah, pay it forward. Yeah, yeah. pay it forward. Right. That's what I'm trying to say. But, <laughs> but also it makes you feel good about yourself. And I'm not saying to give or do something nice so that you feel good because it's meant, you know, for the other person to feel good but it does make you feel good and and it makes you feel like I can't give myself any type of positivity today like my self-talk is horrible but at least I can give it to someone else and maybe by doing that it will help me yeah almost often than
1: not it will help you it will help you
0: you have to play Ooh, tricks I love that. with yourself yeah, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: i i do it all the time like i am naturally introverted and guarded and i keep to myself and my mom says that i'm very mean but i think that i just kind of have like that natural or oh, the resting bitch face <laughs> and like and i just like i like to keep to myself i'm i'm not really a person that that wants to be bothered <laughs> If I'm being honest, so sometimes I force myself and honestly my daughter forces me to just talk to people. Just like my mom says I have two personalities, like I'm Taylor and then I'm Lindsay. <laughs> so Lindsay is the happy bubbly uh, person and Taylor is the bitch. So she sometimes she's like, babe, I need you to be Lindsay today, okay? <laughs> like force yourself to be Lindsay and get out of your head and oh. not be Taylor today. Taylor should stay at home. <laughs> and I'm like, really? She's like, yeah. Sometimes you have to force yourself to be what you want to feel, you know? So I, hopefully that wasn't down a rabbit hole. Hopefully that intertwines with validation. <laughs> 100%. 100%. Okay. <laughs> so where was I? Okay. So the hot girl walk. So yeah, I talked about the three things you need to do. Not only does it help with you know, losing weight or just feeling better with, with your body, it, it is meant to um, improve your mental health. So I was going down the rabbit hole of TikTok and I found this nutritionist and her TikTok is happystronghealthy.rd. And she said that the hot girl walk is a part of a low, intense, steady state cardio. So you're not like fast-paced walking. You're not doing the uh, power walk. It's a stroll, y'all. It's a literally a stroll. I could do that. Right. <laughs> I could do that all day. Um, for those with cardiovascular complications, this is a great exercise for you. It's easy on your joints, which makes recovery easier. It's easy to commit to, which we both said (laughs) just now. It's good for your mental health and it's suitable for all levels of training. So not only is it good for your mental health, but it's good for your physical health. And it's something that you honestly can stick to. I guess um, what the Hot Girl Walk has done for self-validation is kind of force yourself to do the mental work. That's like the easiest I can say. (laughs) But also you can, you know, I've seen a lot of TikTokers, they're sharing it on their social medias, encouraging others to do it for themselves. So I think it's, there's like a community of hot girl walkers. There was one video I saw that a group of a hundred girls decided to get together in Dallas and do a hot girl walk around a park. And then They just kind of, you know, talked to strangers, got to know each other and like talked about, you know, their dreams, goals with with each other and walked. So. I like that. I really, really do. So, Alina, what do you think um, if you have any anything to say about it? But honestly, what do you think the hot girl walk kind of does for self-validation?
1: Well, it was foreign to me. Like I just, that was all new to me. So that's super, super cool. I think, I think that it's dope that it's exercise, it's affirmations, it's uh, really practicing mindfulness, all the things that I've been doing combined in just a simple walk. Um, but I will tell you that strengthening my own sense of validation has helped me manifest the life that that I always imagined for myself honestly and so I want that for everybody it's not even about physical things it's just how I feel about myself because I I used to have really destructive thoughts about myself and and um, I still do from time to time you know that's natural and so um, really just building this stamina of self-validation so that when a bad day hits I've got I've got some built up in my bank, you right? Know what I mean?
0: Yes, mm-hmm. you got affirmations lined up, mm-hmm. and yeah. I, I would say that affirmations. Sometimes you're not gonna believe them, y'all, like, but you just keep saying them, and soon, soon you will believe them. It's like that person who continues to tell you a lie, and then you start to believe it. I honestly feel like it's subconsciously how you feel about yourself, but you're just too broken or damaged or
1: or never were given these tools, you know? A lot of this people have never even heard about before. Um, very so much so. Yeah, I agree. It's a very strong tool. And I'm all, I'm here for the hot girl walk. Like, I know, I
0: think I'm, gonna I'm start going to I'm going to the it. gym
1: tonight. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's not going to be an outside workout because it's raining in Oregon, but I will be um, putting my priorities in order and, and doing my affirmations while I walk tonight. So. Thank you for sharing.
0: Yes. So I think that we pretty much covered the topics like redefining hot, what it is. And I just want to say that we did talk about the hot girl walk, making a stallion. We talked about self-validation or your sense of validation. But honestly, there's not one thing that defines what hot is. I was reading uh, the same article. It was by Dania Isawi, And she said that hot is, is confidence. It's the way you dress. It's the way you present yourself to other people. That doesn't mean you have to be the most symmetrically physically perfect human being. Honestly, that's not even, um, I think that we're getting further away from that standard of beauty of quote unquote perfection. I think that. I see it on TikTok too. Like we have plus size women and they they fine because of their confidence. And of course they're beautiful physically, but I don't think that that's the message they're trying to get across. I think that it's, I feel good. Even if the world says I'm big, I feel real good, you know? And I think that's what hot is. It's being confident, it's self-empowering, and it's expanding the definition of attraction.
1: I also think it's, it's again, being grateful for all the little things. So even though I talked about affirmations, sometimes my affirmations just look like counting all my blessings. Even if it's just that I have 10 toes and 10 fingers. You know what I mean? Okay, like,
0: sometimes you got to get real simple.
1: Sometimes, <laughs> yeah. I'm serious, yeah. so... Um, yeah. Yeah. Self-validation.
0: And you know what? I'm gonna be honest once again and say before this podcast, your girl was not feeling good. Okay. I was, I was feeling just not confident in accomplishing anything today. But, um, I think that this really helps and I hope it helps tons of other people. And, you know, just talking about it. Doing my research changed my mindset for the day. So, yeah, we all hope that you enjoyed the episode today. Be your own kind of hot. I like that. Be your own kind of hot. Maybe that should be the title. I don't know. But be your own kind of hot. So, as always, we end the podcast with our socials. You can find us on Instagram at fearlessbeauties, fearlessbeauties fearlessbeauties.org. You can find me at Taylor Budgets.
1: And you can find me at True Skin Lab on Instagram. And then our YouTube, we always forget about because it's brand spanking new. We've got a YouTube channel up. I believe it's just um, Fearless Beauties on YouTube. So thanks for listening, guys. I hope you go out into the world and present your best selves, practice affirmations, and have a great day.
0: Yes. See you next time. Bye.